another episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm here with my lovely partner in life and mentor and mentee and what else are we? Besties. Oh yeah, my best friend. Uh, Well, best friends right now. (laughs) Things can change. (laughs) Hannah. I'm here. And I am. Venture. And as you were saying, what were you saying about my singing? I was saying that it's funny because you'll sing songs and I'm like, what the hell are you singing? What song is that? And then you like show me the song on Spotify and I'm like, oh, I know this song. But just the way you like present it, I can never get it right. Well, that hurts. Oh, well. Anyway. Same to you. All right. <laughs> but anyway. Anyhow. Anyhow. Let's see Anyway. Here. Um, We haven't talked to each other all day today. I know. You abandoned me. No, you kicked me out for your I brunch didn't. that I was not invited to. No, you guys got to listen to this. I had a brunch with three girls today. Planned out everything. And then conveniently, you had a hike planned out at around the same time. But what day was your brunch planned? Before your hike. You sure about that? Yeah, exactly. So you planned the brunch before my hike. Yeah, but did I So you'd already you? kicked me out. So I had to find something to do. No. Wasn't going to sit on the curb? I didn't tell you to get out anywhere. I just said, I have a brunch on Sunday. And that was it. No, I'm I didn't being, say anything else. I stick with my story. <laughs> That's your truth? My truth. <laughs> this is my truth. The truth. But how was it? It was good. I made pancakes. Some were chocolate chip. Some were regular. Mm. So it was really yummy. Had some scrambled eggs, bacon, avocado, fruit. Um, Kelly and Yarelli brought donuts so that was nice we had coffee yeah they brought a lot of donuts for four girls four divided, so that means three donuts each huh was that a dozen i think it was a baker's it dozen. probably was a dozen yeah and they 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 they, mm-hmm. <laughs> they got like the like a mixed whatever you not a mixed bag but you know they got a bunch of different ones for the term multicultural oh okay multicultural bag <laughs> there you go um but yeah no they were here for like what, like three hours probably? Talked about everything and anything and nothing. And it was fun. It was nice. I like to hear that. I yeah. you guys have a good little time. Yeah. We Maybe said, I'll get a guy's brunch next weekend. Do it. We said uh, we decided that we're going to do this more often. That's awesome. We are like, we should have a mon- monthly brunch. I said, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Monthly brunch. Yeah. Well, me and Kino Boy, we went out to Peter's Canyon mm-hmm. down on the other side of Irvine. Want to know a funny thing? We were talking about hikes, like yeah. during, because I was like, we went on a hike yesterday, and then like, you guys are on a hike today. And Eureli um, was talking about a hike in like Santa Ana, Irvine, whatever. And she showed it on a map, and I was like, oh, I've never been there. And then when I looked at your location, it was, it, it might have been it like right it, that exact same one, because like I was like, oh, shit, like that's kind of like where Eureli showed me on the map. Could have been the same one. Yeah. Or, you know. In that area. Big kind of trailway. It was really mm-hmm. nice and pretty. That was like um like a SoCal hike. What you expect with mm-hmm. the dirt road and you kinda it's nothing crazy, but it's it still wasn't like rocky, hilly. it's like climb yeah. up and down. The one we went on yesterday was ridiculous. That shit was like I was not prepared. You needed boots and full on equipment and gear for mm-hmm. for that one, but I wonder how the other one is then because didn't he say the other one is like you need boots for yeah and that was funny we took the easy one of the day apparently yeah. the other one was fucking crazy because of right? the rain and stuff i guess it had been collapsed mm. and like all fucked up but yeah i mean hiking school my legs got super tired 
Yeah. When you go down the hills, your quads oh burn. God. And when you go up, your ash cheeks burn. Everything is burned. Right? That's how you get those wagons. But right. the one thing that I noticed was like, oh, we got to get back on Signal Hill. These hills mm. are deadly. So next Even, week. Even honestly, like not to be like super out of breath and like super fat, but like the the first hill that when we had parked and we just like walked, <laughs> I was like. The like asphalt one? Yeah, I was like, my God, this yeah. is. That's we funny. might be done after this one. That's and funny. then we had like three more hours to go. Yeah. So that was fun though. You I did liked really it. good though. I'm proud yeah. of you. So it was fun. there was I no complaining. It. I was like, dang, I promised her an easy day. Like today was an easy day. Because you were like, because um, I was like, you know, we should wear like, you know, proper shoes, you know, this and that. Um, and I was like, you know, we're going on a hike tomorrow, you know, things like that. And you were like, calm down. Like it's going to be more of a walk. And I was like, all right. I even thought about having my slides on, like my Birkenstocks. That would have been crazy. Thank God I didn't because I was like, oh, I'm still hiking. We're still going to be out there for a little while. Let me put like my, my workout shoes on. It was a hike. Yeah, I didn't realize we were going to be in the wilderness. It was a hike. So that was cool. And it was, it was a little sketch because it, was, it wasn't like a hike you know, path that a lot of people take. Yeah, so it apparently was like, it was fairly new. And yeah. it was on the other side of the Getty. Mm-hmm. That's what I know. It was called Riordan. Riordan, yeah. Yeah, Riordan Trail. Brentwood. Mm-hmm. technically in brentwood yeah but yeah it Super was dope. a little sketch but it was nice it was a perfect day out for it yeah. i think kino got to play with his buddies mm-hmm. and then um yeah today another doby and damon was really nice he was showing us around apparently he goes there a lot too because his work is over there oh so we had a good time it was good. that it was nice because we sat on the view for maybe 20 to 30 minutes mm. like we both got to the top and we we're like I said, I'm supposed to be Break taking time. a light because I have jet skiing tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm not trying to go crazy. And he's like, yeah, it's all good. I was like, I'm going to sit here for a while. Mm-hmm. And little Fendi girl, she's nice because she just likes to kind of say hi to some people. She'll maybe sniff once mm-hmm. and then like go away or she'll just look. But pretty cool group of people. That's good. I would say the only negative, though, of that area, a lot of people's dogs who are on leash are not very well trained at all. Mm. Like I noticed when we were coming in. Damon was like, you can let them off here. And we had already passed by. Like, it wasn't really the trail trail part yet. And I was already kind of, like, skeptical because we were crossing so many other dogs and people. And I didn't know how Kino was going to do. And every one of the dogs that we passed by was, like, leaning in and just not, like, you can tell, not a good off-leash dog. So Fendi Girl's good, though. She comes in heels and, like, just walks with it. But let Kino off, no issues. We also mm-hmm. didn't cross paths with any dogs. Or maybe when we did, I also leashed them up. So I think with the e-collar, though, it'll be fine. But... That was kind of the update. Lots yeah. of dog walking, lots of me working for Kino and stuff. <laughs> On the way up there, though, I talked to my uncle, Wasey. Oh, yeah. So that was pretty good. I called that? him once on my way out, and then he didn't answer. I was like, that's mm-hmm. interesting. I told him I was going to call him in like 30, 45 minutes. Right. So I was like, let me give him one more call. I called him, and then he picked up. He was like, oh, I was feeding the kids lunch. So we talked for a while. It was good. I had, I guess, a little backstory on him. That's like... Everybody has a few relatives that are fucked up. Unfortunately, all my relatives are fucked up mm. that aren't in my immediate family. And even the ones in my immediate family are still... Who is your immediate family? Like, like Are you asking what's other, the immediate family? No, but like other than your parents and your sister, who would you classify as like your immediate family? My parents and my sister. Mm. Like what do I classify? Or yeah, just people who are in your household. Gotcha. Like directly in your household. Mm-hmm. Actually, technically, my immediate family might be you now because mm. i don't live with them anymore so immediately it's you i wonder how that works we should do some research on yeah. that because we'll do research. i think technically it's me you and kino boy that's about it yeah but growing up yeah your immediate because think about it when we have kids grandma is not a part of the immediate family so like 
Mm. Natalie isn't a part of the immediate family. Unless it's my immediate family, but like your kid's immediate family, that isn't Mm. it. But I don't know. How does it work in Sweden? I mean, I don't know. We don't really have like, I mean, we say family and then slikt, which is like uh, your relatives, I guess, basically. Like your whole family, including like grandparents, cousins, aunts, uncles, like that's like your slikt. Um, I guess it also includes like second cousins, you know, those as well. But I think for me, I would probably, no, I guess my immediate family is my parents and my siblings and you, like the immediate ones and then like grandparents and cousins and them, they would be like secondary, I guess. I I like that. Yeah. So, um, anyways, so this guy, he's had a lot of problems. He's, you know, like a lot of drug abuse, a lot of, um, just abuse, I guess, in his life. Just a lot of just turns, not making the right decisions, this and that. And like, I don't really know too much. I just know that like, he's not, probably has a good, like most addicts, a good heart. However, his actions have never really really lined up with what's going on. So the way that my mom is, and this, I guess this is kind of gonna be a vulnerable episode. I'll open up and talk about it. It's not an issue. My mom, I feel like, not to psychoanalyze her, but her family trauma is so large that her idea of a family, or at least what she has currently with a family, is still really fucked up. Like, it's just not a good situation. Nobody comes out and visits. Nobody, like, gives as much as she's giving. Basically, she gives 10 times as much. She'll give a mile to get an inch, right? And it's one of those things where it's like, she puts up with a lot of that shit, I didn't like over the past, what, three, four years, I just haven't talked to my uncles at all just because it's like, I don't really care. You know, you're not really making an effort to be involved in my life. So why would I go up there and see you? Right. And see you do what? And also just like from when you were younger, the way like just situations we talked about the you know, situations they kind of put you into. When he was at the height of his, you know, crackhead activities, it was like I would go maybe stay with him and it was just the terrible living conditions like you thought that house we stayed at in um what do you call it uh fort belknap was bad this one was like that take take like that house that we stayed at and then put a bunch of crackheads in that Mm. so it's not like taking a las vegas house or a california house this one was like it was already shitty to begin with and then it got even worse like they took what little they had to the pawn shop yeah it's just like i don't that's just not a situation you put a child in i feel like yeah like and yeah. there were, and it was crazy because there were other children living there full time though. Like I was just on a summer break, maybe stayed there for like a couple days a week, and then was like, "Oh fuck, this is gross. I got to get out of here." So it was one of those things. But he, I didn't talk to him. Also, I think because I was still developing, still in college, like still doing your thing or high school, just trying to like focus on just getting the fuck out of school, right? Like figure out and just how getting do you get your, on your shit feet. done and yep. like and like doing good. How do you become an adult, right? Yeah. Like a self-sufficient adult I didn't need him in my head because for the longest time even as a kid he is a very motivational guy Mm. as far as sports go it's one of the things where you listen to him and you're like oh yeah what he's saying is a high level you really are supposed to work hard and do this and like he says all the right things right however he was never able to transition his athletic mindset into an actual something professional other than sports so that's one of the things where it's kind of like what are you doing, man? Like, what what is the plan here? What are you doing? So it's always just been 
yeah, you got to work hard. You got to work hard. And I'm like, yeah, no, I am working hard. You got to work hard. Maybe like don't do drugs, basically, mm-hmm. things like that. A little hypocritical. Yeah, yeah, almost on that vibe. And it was just that was not something that I needed in my development. So now that I am developed, though, and an adult, I was like, you know what? Let me hear him out. It's not, I'm not like doing anything. It's not going to piss me off or anything like that. So answer the phone call. And he sounded really good. Like he just sounded healthy good. for the most part. And um positive and it was nice he was really appreciative to hear my voice Mm. which was nice i didn't really like obtain so much value out of it i think the only value that i have is that i don't judge him as much as i used to just because there's no effort that i should put into that and being negative like that but what i will say and i told him was like hey man i'm not like upset at you you know it's all love like it's super like you've kind of moved on and moved past it a little bit yeah and it was the things where i was never even harping on it too so it was just like all right cool you don't want to be in my life like that's kind of your loss right same thing with my grandparents like cousins things like that so basically i was just letting him know like hey um i judge you based not on your actions in the past i judge you based on what you're doing from this moment forward so if you reach out, let's say a month from now, I'll answer that call. Like, that's a good thing. Hey, how's everything going? What's up? Like a relative should do somebody that's older than you and, you know, somewhat maybe wiser should reach out and be like, hey, how's everything going? Right. You good. You got everything you need. Things like that. Right. But, you know, we'll see. That's the unknown. Like, do you because um, obviously a, a relationship is a two way street. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're going to reach out to him? I'll let him, if he reaches out two more times, I'll start reaching out. Mm. I'll give him three. Go go three strike. If you can get three checks, I'll reach out to you. Yeah. But also he is older too. So, I mean, I do think that it is up to the older, quote unquote, wiser relative to be the one to maybe facilitate those types of things. How do you feel about that? Because that's how I... And pissed at my grandparents. I think I think when you are young, mm-hmm. for sure. I feel like um, if if you're ten, it, it it might be harder for you to reach out to a grandparent than it is for them to reach out. So I feel like and and you might not even have a phone. You might not. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's different. I feel like that is kind of on the on the grandparent or the older aunt, whatever. But I feel like now, when we're all adults, I reach out to my grandpa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I reach out to my aunt. I reach out to pretty much anyone that I feel like I want to uh, just like talk to. I don't necessarily put that pressure on them of having that as their responsibility. Um, yeah. I get it before and, and, I, and I understand like growing up too for you, it, they weren't too involved. Um, so I guess it, it is harder now because the, the ball is kind of in their court of like, well, you didn't do anything when I was younger when it was your responsibility so now it's kind of like you're it's still your responsibility because you never did it before yeah you never did your grandpa did a great job of doing steps one and two Mm. so that now three is this progression of what you do now right you don't automatically you shouldn't uh what is the word like you shouldn't receive the good training for like you shouldn't get the result from the work that you didn't put in right does that make sense yeah if i reach out to wacy um why the fuck should i do that for example right now when he wasn't doing that when i was 10 so you don't there's no point in doing that there's work that has to happen right like that's the way relationships work so i call my mom and dad daily why 
because they were there every day, mm -hmm. right? So you get daily phone calls from Venture, right. whether you like it or not. Like, I don't care if you're busy or whatever. No, answer the phone. This is what I was thinking about. This is what I'm telling you about. Mm -hmm. Why? Because one day you're not going to be there. And then they do it in return too. Like, you exactly. Know I mean? yep. Yeah. So that's just the way I was looking at it. But um, I mean, we'll see what happens, you know. Was it like a, did you... Did you feel fine with the conversation? What was it yeah. like? Oh, yeah, this was. It wasn't like some big cry thing or anything like that. It was like I don't really know the guy too. That's the thing. It's mm -hmm. like I haven't seen him as an adult. I've seen him once as an adult, right? And he lied to me. Basically said like, "Hey, I'm sorry for you know all the stuff mm -hmm. that I was doing." And then he fucking relapsed and lost his kids, and his kids were in foster care. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then my mom had to go out here and fucking be superwoman just to handle somebody else's business and then still handle all her shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like that's where. I kind of look at stuff where it's not like a, I'm not really looking for a relationship, but I can do the smallest thing of getting on a 15 minute phone call, telling you kind of what I got going on, explaining to him like, Hey, I, you know, got a good podcast here. You can definitely tune into that and kind of maybe catch up a little bit over the past year or so. Like there's a bunch of stuff you can listen to and you know, like this is where we're at, but it's not like a big thing. Like I'm not looking for anything, but you can see he got a lot of value out of it. Right. So that's where I was like, all right, that's cool. Like that was worth the time then mm -hmm. is where he got a lot of value, I guess, maybe some form of reconnecting or something like that. But yeah. And yeah. maybe he felt like he, he might have felt bad for not reaching out and not being there. So then now that he's like, oh, like, you know, maybe you won't have like a good relation or, you know, a close relationship, but at least you could be on like, if he calls again, you would pick up. Because before, if he were to call, which, you know, didn't happen too often, but when yeah. he did, you wouldn't pick it up. Yeah, I mean, the I mean? only reason I picked up today was because mom and Lily are living out there in Montana. I'll answer in Montana. It could be Lily on the side of the road, you mm -hmm. know, borrowing somebody's phone, right? Like, I'm going to answer the phone. I think that's me. Do you answer unknown? You do actually answer a lot of unknown numbers now. I used now. to not do it when I had a fear of talking to people on the phone. Oh, that's funny. But now... I, I usually, unless it said scam likely or whatever, yeah. then I'm not going to do it. But if it, it's an actual number, I'll answer. And then if it's a weirdo, just hang up. Or if it's a sales person, I'll just be like, no, thank you. Bye. Like, yeah. I have really no issue doing that. But yeah, I'll, I'll pick up most, most phone calls I'll pick up. Mm -hmm. Unless I can see. Sometimes I get weird, like, uh, international phone calls too like i could it says that it, they're not like from here it says like maybe china or india or, you know things oh, yeah. like that and then enough. i'm like oh no i'm not doing that yeah i don't have any homes don't in take india. my money <laughs> yeah well i don't either that's why i'm like i'm not answering this phone call weirdo. yeah i get that one but a normal like uh nebraska yeah. or whatever like all right, compton cool. you know whatever mm -hmm. like i don't yeah pick up i like that big yeah. difference between compton and nebraska well, I think it's the recent one, one I got was Compton, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's why. And it is funny because you see that city and you're like, do I know anybody? Do I know a single person? Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, I do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, you probably thought of like Melissa or something, right? Like in there, something. That, that's funny. Yeah. Um, What else do I want to talk about? Oh, yeah. On the walk, me and Damon were on with the doggies. It was funny because apparently we were talking about Legends or something. And he saw you guys at Legends, or at least he saw Josephine at Legends. And I was like, um, he's like, yeah, yeah, I saw Josephine at Legends. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, it could have been Hannah. I know Hannah was there a while ago, too. He was like, no, no, it was Josephine because I went up and, like, said hi. I said, like, I'm Venture's friend or whatever. Mm. And then she's like, oh, well, I'm Josephine. Like, oh. And that's just, it's funny. You guys are getting recognized around town a lot mm. more, you know, lately. So yeah. 
that's super funny. And then um, we like left it or whatever. We went to a different hike. And then like 20 minutes later, I think he might have re-brought it up. Or maybe I said that, hey, we were just at Legends yesterday, like right. watching the USC game. And um, or we were talking about Hannah or something was going on or whatever. And um, Damon was like, yeah, Josephine is so much more intimidating. And I was like, oh, yeah, how like how so what's going on? And um She's just, like, not approachable or what? She's like, yeah. She kind of has, like, a, a big resting bitch face. Like, that's how I knew that it was, wasn't was Hannah because Hannah is so much more, like, smiley and open and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, like, really funny. But I thought. I mean, I'd that's how, that. I mean, that's, that's how, how used I used to be. to be. I used to not really, like, smile and things yeah. like that. Um, I used to always have a, I still do every once in a while if I'm not, like, super interested in, situ in the situation. Yeah. But um, I think now I do a lot better job. At, I don't have to smile all the time, but, like, open up my eyes a little bit or, like, looking bright. just, like, do a little bit more to not look mean. Because mm -hmm. that has been a thing of, like, even, like, people, not necessarily guys, like, coming up to me, but just people want to make friends with me. You know, they want to be friends. But they're like, oh, I didn't like. It's a little scary. Like, you know, you look like a bitch. And you I look don't, like a villain. Yeah, when I first yeah, met you. Yeah, like you look mean as hell, and I don't, I don't want to like come off that way to people that might just want to like say hi to me or like uh -huh. talk to me or like become friends or whatever. So I do try to like. I mean, I didn't. I don't. I don't just try. Like, I actually do a much better job now than I did before at just like looking a little bit more like happy or excited or just like approachable. I guess. Mm -hmm. That was something that I kind of liked. I didn't like the resting bitch face, but what I did like is you looked like a super villain mm. when I met you. I was like, holy shit, she looks like she wants to fight, and then you didn't want to fight anybody, mm. and I was like, ah, uh, all right, that's fine. Well, at least let's fix that, all right? Let's mm. act a little happier. Like, let's represent how you feel inside, mm. um, because when I first met you, I was like, she might be a killer. I mm. like this. Like, there's some potential in there. Well, we might be a UFC champion or something like that with this mm -hmm. fucking ice cube frown that you got going on, but yeah, that's really funny. I mean, I guess it does work good sometimes because it kind of keeps people away from coming up to you well here's the thing is you're double whamming it like you and your sister are just you're so beautiful that that's already like w not working against you but it could be working against you like compared to how people don't feel it's not relatable mm -hmm. i think that's what i'm trying to say is no most girls don't look at you and go like oh yeah that's relatable right or most guys don't look at you and go like oh yeah i think i can get a date with her right because you're uh, it's a 10 out of 10 right and then on top of that, now she looks aggressive. And they're like, oh, fuck. Well, let's strike two. You mm. know, I guess let's see if she strike three happens. So, yeah, that's kind of funny. But hmm, what do you think about it? I mean, it's cool. I think it's a little, um, I don't know. It's funny. It's like uh, now I think now I just like, you know, I don't really care too much about it. And I also, because yeah. I know I've changed so much with the like resting bitch face that it doesn't really bother me but uh sometimes i will make it a point or just like try to just look more bitchy because mm. i don't want people coming up to me or like it, if i want to like stand my ground if something happens then i'm not going to be as smiley so it's nice having the two having the both qualities of like i can look really bitchy and mean and then i can also look nice and happy and i like you know. that and um aggressive aggressive that's the definition i live by Listen to the armchair expert with that uh, trauma expert mm. guy that they had on. Really good episode. I fucked with that heavy. He said that when he was working like actively with his practice and stuff, and people would come in with terminal cancer or something, a premature death, number one regret they had was that they didn't live their life the way they wanted to. 
as their true authentic selves. They were too busy trying to please others. Mm -hmm. I live my life authentically, I think, 100%, I would say, or at least as much as I can to the point where I have no issue saying to somebody in a nice way, hey, I don't mm -hmm. want to continue this conversation. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? And I don't know if that's a guy thing or like an American thing or what that is, but instead of me trying to give somebody the cues of like, hey, what's going on? Even because shit, babe, some people are like autistic, you know, or some people just don't pick up on those social yeah. cues to where they just keep talking, keep, keep talking. And you know what I mean? I'm just like, all right, well, this is good. Like this conversation's over. It was so good talking to you. I'm going to go back to this phone right now. Like, and that's okay to say, give me your opinion on that. That's something that, are you working on that or think, what are you doing? I mean, I think before I used to be a people pleaser for sure. Um, just in like, I wanted, I didn't want any fights. I didn't want arguments. I didn't want, you know what I mean? Like I, I wanted to please other people more than I wanted to like, not please myself, but you know, um, now I think I am more on doing what I want. Like I'm, if you have a spectrum, I'm more on my side than other people's side. Gotcha. Um, and I'm, and I'm happy with like where I'm at because okay. I am able to like say, I mean, even like in in the in the club, we're like at a bar. No problem telling a guy no. Okay, like, which I understand that situation because that's like a horny scenario, out on the street. That's mm -hmm. an inauthentic scenario. The bars, the clubs, stuff like that. That's just a cash grab for ass. The deal or no deal with pussy. Mm -hmm. Like that's what that is. What about on the bus? What about at school or at the grocery I'll store? I'll be like, no, thank you. Gotcha. Like, can I get your number? No, thank you. Yeah. Or. Instead um, of saying, like, I have a boyfriend. Because here's the thing, too, is it's still a lie. Not a lie, but you do have a boyfriend, totally. But even if you were single, is that really somebody that... what no. are, Most of the time in Ralph's, is it really a guy that's worthy, deemed, like, oh, yeah, I'm interested in this guy, too. No. Right? And it's weird how some people say, like, no, sorry, I have a boyfriend. Or sorry, I have a girlfriend. Oh, you told me about this a while ago. That's yeah. weird to me. Because, like, you're not... Like, I never say... Like if, if someone were to ask for my number, Insta, you know, whatever, in, in a way of like they want to like get to know me, I will say, I usually say, no, I have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. um, or sometimes I'll be like, no, you can't. Like, you know, but I will never say, no, sorry, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Because I'm not sorry I have a boyfriend. And here's the weird part about that pressure, the, an unknown guy that comes up to you and goes, hey, can I have your number? There's a weird, not that he put that pressure on, but it's almost like... Yeah, the sorry part, I see what you're saying, is like, oh, I'm doing a disservice by not giving out my personal information right. to this stranger right. that I'm not interested in. Almost as if, like, you should give me your number. And then, when it's like, first of all, no, I shouldn't. And, yeah. and two, I, you're ugly as fuck, so I don't want you close to me. And then the guy will be like, oh, my God, she's such a bitch or something. Like, man, she's like, and it's like, well, hold on, dude. You asked for it knowing damn well that the possibility was that she'd say no. It, yeah, it's a 50-50 chance of you getting the number or not getting the number, yeah. you know? I don't know. It's just weird. And it's, I feel like it's weird with guys, too, because um, some guys take it, like, respectfully, or they will ask you at first, do you, do you have a boyfriend? And then I would be like, yeah, I do even before like asking about number or anything, whatever. Um, and then they would be like, oh, I understand that. You're so beautiful. Or like, and some of them are nice because they'll be like, oh, he's a lucky man or, you know, things like that. Yeah. But then some guys, if if um, if they're like, oh, can I have your number? And you're like, no, I have a boyfriend. They'll be like, and? 
<laughs> so it's a weird thing because some guys don't care and it's like really gross uh-huh. but some guys are actually very like respectful and nice about it so that's why it's kind of hard like you don't want to be mean to every single guy because they they don't always like they don't deserve it like all of them don't deserve to be yelled at you know what i mean some of them are nice but then there are some guys that are just like douchebags and just want to like they just don't give a fuck so i don't know it's a weird it's a weird thing yeah like i'll never i'm I'm usually not rude to guys unless they are being weird or they're being pushy or something then i'll be like hey you need to go you know what i mean like not rude but just like be more like firm with it but usually i'm just like no and then they leave like yeah yeah i see what you're saying i think too today if you're a young guy and maybe you're not as handsome as I am, right? Or you're not as charismatic as I am. You can still really find love. Like, I don't know the woman's perspective. I'm not a woman, right? But if you are a nice guy and you really are just able to just walk up and approach and actually try to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Really try to have a conversation. Compliment, probably, but not in a creepy way. Just be like, hey, I really like your style. Let's say, like, I, I dig your style. Or it's like, really hey, cool. you look fun. Like, you look like a fun person yeah. to be, hang out with or something. You know like, what I mean? You look like a style. I like what you got going on, mm-hmm. man. You got the ripped jeans look with the this and the bandana. Like, I dig it. It's really cool. Do you think that maybe, like, how's your schedule looking? Could we maybe grab some coffee sometime soon? Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, I know the holidays are coming up. Like, are you into maybe going to a pumpkin patch or something like that? Like, I'll take you someplace public so you don't have to, like... Be scared. Yeah, be scared or anything. Like, we can go to fucking wherever. I don't care. Like, Knott's Berry Farm or something. Does that sound like a, something you'd like to do? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then if no, okay. All right. That's fine. Like, yeah. You do that enough times, right? And you're just open and, like, someone's going to say yes. Yeah. Right? For sure. There's so, so many people out there. It's not like a numbers game or anything, but, like, you'll... It's just it, the way it works. Like, yeah. someone's going to say, that's what's up. Like, the odds of... um us coming together right like you came over you did this and like you know i said hi said what's up oh cool she's great all right if let's say if we never got together i'm fully confident like you don't like it when i say stuff like oh i'd replace you or something like that i get it but the numbers just would we would still like have like you know maybe we wouldn't be in a relationship right now right this moment maybe but like we would still have like we're not you know what i mean yeah we're not gonna be single for the rest of our lives you know what i mean Mm -hmm. just because we didn't go on a date yeah. You know, like, you'll find love. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's super cool. No matter what you look like. Mm-hmm. Speaking of talent and stuff like that, there's a lot of talent coming out of Gothenburg. Mm. Really. And truly. Like, there's a lot of talent coming out of Gothenburg. I would say. We're amazing. On, like, you talk about underrated. Really underrated. Like, not even on a mainstream map or anything. There's a lot of YouTubers mm-hmm. coming out, right? Like, a lot of influencers just doing their thing. What do you think about that? I think it's cool. I think, I mean, I just think uh, when it comes to technology, Sweden is advanced and things like that. So it does kind of make sense that a lot of like YouTubers or TikTok or like just technical wise, you know, technically wise that that that's how they do it. Um, Just because, I mean, Sweden is very advanced with the technology. So it doesn't surprise me that much. It's just like for me, it's just like fun. Like whenever... Or even still, it doesn't have to be Gothenburg, but just if I know, like, oh, this singer is Swedish or that actress is Swedish, you know, I like pointing that out just because I'm like, oh, look at us killing it, you know? Like, it's just, like, a fun... Because Sweden is such a small country that, like, when there is one or two or four that, like, really make it, you're like, oh, that's good. Like, you're in Hollywood. Like, that's kind of hard to do, you know? And you're all the way from Sweden. So, I don't know. It's just fun, like, pointing it out and... 
I don't know. It's just I think I also, feel proud. Yeah, definitely feel proud. <coughs> Whoa. Sorry. That's, that's Can a, I get some water? Uh not with your fucking COVID lungs that you just kicked out. Do you wanna do you actually need water? It's okay. All right, it's okay. You know what? Here, it's fine. My immune system's way stronger than yours. Here you go. Can you reach it? But what I wanted to talk about was before we get into like Agnes and uh, Jonathan, um, <laughs> a little sucking. <laughs> you good? Go ahead, swallow. Can we hear it? Eee. Did you hear him? Yeah, I was like, Let me do another one. No, I'm good. We're good. Mm. Go ahead. I wanted to talk about, I guess, well, we could just talk about them. The people that come over from Sweden are very nice. Mm -hmm. They're very nice. I like that. I haven't really had a bad experience with anybody. I think that's a, the that's a thing with Swedish people. We, I mean, we are like a nice like group of people, mm -hmm. but you don't really know that unless you actually meet them. There's a big barrier to break down. Because one, I feel like everyone in Sweden has a resting bitch face. And two, we were not... Um, like, if you're walking next to someone on the street, it's not like you'll be like, oh, hi, good morning. Like, you're just to yourself. You have your headphones in. Like, you don't really talk to each other. But once you do say something and, like, actually, like, start talking to someone, everyone is, for the most part, very nice. I think I could rally the people of Sweden to the level of, like, Adolf Hitler with Germany. What do you think? What do you mean? Uh, sometimes it just takes a real charismatic guy to come over and just, you know... Hey, let's get this group of people and uh, give them a bath, you yeah. know, <laughs> things like what the that. Fuck? What are you trying to do? Um, no, but what I'm saying is I like that. I like it when people, I just like being in Sweden and saying mm -hmm. hi to people I don't know. Because every time, all you got to do is just say hi and then they light up. Like that, I think that's what I'm trying to say mm -hmm. is they light up. All your friends, they fucking light up whenever, because I give a certain energy that here in America, like people are used to, but when I do, like Philippa, for example, I'm able to speak to her and then I literally see her light up and it's pretty cool. It's like, oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Like, it's interesting. It's just entertaining. Agnes and John Jonathan are like super cool. Yeah. I like them. We were hanging out at Legends. They really like sports a lot too. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. Like, I don't know. I couldn't say that I would be as interested in hockey as they have been with football i like hockey though like i'm down i definitely if it was live i'm down for maybe it could be fucking darts or cornhole i'm gonna be yeah. oh yeah you see that because i also like getting hype too yeah. so like yeah, every time we're at a live event i'm always yelling around and stuff but it's like that's when it could be sumo wrestling and i'd be like yeah mm. fat bitch mm. like you can't get him um but yeah it's nice like explaining everything and we're going jet skiing tomorrow so that's gonna be a blast yeah it's just nice how involved they are, I think. Like, even with the football, they actually want to learn. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's what's really nice of, like, they want to, like, be engaged and understand and, you know what I mean? How is Jonathan's personality? In, I guess you haven't really spoken a lot of Swedish to him, though, huh? Or, I mean, Agnes, and you've hung out with her, like, a mm -hmm. few times. How does it sort of it's flip similar. and translate? It's similar. Because the one that's not similar is your mom's. Mm. your mom's is your dad it seems very same guy i'm getting energy but i get a different energy with your mom that i'm I missing think it's out a on language thing because i am um i mean you've probably no, i mean you have noticed too that like she, she makes, lights up a room yeah she makes jokes and everyone's laughing and she mm -hmm. laughs and like i think it's obviously i mean it makes sense that you know it's a lot easier for her to be like that in swedish than english just because the language is 
you know, it's hard to translate over. Oh, I was wondering, this makes sense now. I like Ulsa so much, but because she's always probably speaking a lot more English, would you say? Yeah. Because Joe doesn't speak <laughs> Swedish. So that's why I was wondering where I was like, her personality is radiant. Your mom's personality is also radiant. Like I see the way you guys interact and stuff. Like I know your mom's a great lady. Like mm -hmm. she's awesome. But with Osa, yeah, I get it. Translates. I'm over able to translate. You her. see how I feel. I'm able to feel the the energy mm -hmm. a little bit more. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I get. I just clicked that right now. Mm -hmm. though, live right yeah. here. So I was just like, oh yeah. So that's nice. It is crazy what language does though. Like if you think about it, just like how I mean, it, I understand that. Like let's say. I had a crazy accent and like I was not as good, you know, in English, we would have a lot of issues communicating, I think, mm -hmm. because when you don't understand each other, what the hell are you going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like there's your personality just changes so much because if I didn't know English properly, one, I couldn't talk properly, obviously, but I also probably couldn't just communicate my thoughts and like do jokes and just like things like that. It wouldn't be the same i'm gonna take it deep as fuck you ready communication is in everything everything we do is revolved around communication it's how you train your dog is communication mm -hmm. it's not kino's not a, a top level elite animal because i just gave him some sort of fucking steroids as a puppy or something like that no i spent hours upon hours upon fucking hours communicating hey when i need you to come back buddy i need you to come back I'm going to give you time to get ferocious and get nasty on this, you know, sleeve or during these frisbees, stuff like that. But communication, you know, that's all it is. That's the difference. He has the same energy as a wild dog, let's say. But why is it that when we walk by other dogs, he doesn't fucking tweak out? He actually is reserved. He's just like, dude, what's your deal? Like, calm the fuck. We're on the street, dude. Mm -hmm. Calm down because it's communication. It's all, hey, we're on our walk. You yeah. know, we're on our walk. What else? Working out. You communicate with your own body. I mean, like body language, like facial expressions, like I, I was, everything is communication. I was talking about, yeah, body language. You communicate with your body to other people. I'm talking about communicating with your own body to yourself, mm. working out, fitness, right? All that is a communication to how long are you going to live, right? Oh, yeah, you'll you'll see. You can feel it, you know? How good are you? How good is your day going to be today when you wake up? Uh, I don't know, right? But a lot of people have just acted as if it's something that you're either born with or you're lucky or you're not lucky and it's like no no you gotta fucking work out i don't mm -hmm. know what to tell you right yes i don't care how long your day is i don't care how long your kids are i hate that fucking kids excuse too yeah. like take your kids to the park and go work out with your kids i don't give a fuck kids are already active mm -hmm. all kids are active for the most part like mm -hmm. unless there's you know medical issues or but the average child wants to go out in an open field go find a football field anywhere in america if you're anywhere in America, you're within three miles of a football field. We have yeah. Wilson High right there. Go find a big park. Start doing sprints. It's weird. Like the whole like kid excuse. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. The amount of people that use their kids as excuses of like, oh, yeah, well, I have three kids. That's why I'm fucking 300 pounds. Yeah. Or um, that's why like and I, I understand there are times sleepiness, tiredness. It's hard to control a kid's uh, sleepy time, I understand that. And, you know, you have to wake up in the middle of the night because they're hungry. You know, I totally get that. That's a different story. But when it comes to your body or your schedule and it's like, well, it all just revolves around like management. Like you have to manage that time then instead of saying, oh, well, I don't have time to work out because my kid's 
are in school or this and then like the fuck are you talking about i know so many people that have are still fit and they have three four five kids and they still have time for themselves they still make sure that they hang out with friends and they still make time to hang out with just them and their partner and like the fuck is this like kid excuse and i hate that they like i feel bad because the the kid hasn't done you anything first of all you chose to have a fucking kid so first of all shut the fuck up Second of all, it's it's you. Like, the kid didn't make you do anything. Yeah, and I think maybe the kid excuse is the number one excuse because as far as timelines go, that is when your body actually transitioned from being a young adult or a teenager or a child. Let's say you had a kid at 26, right? Yeah, from 18 to 25, you were a young adult. Your metabolism was fast, blah, 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 right? And then naturally, that shit stops, right? right. Like, it just stops. But it just so happens that you had a kid, Right. So you were banking all your health and your like the way you looked and your aesthetics off of a fast metabolism, right? You weren't in the gym, you weren't working out, you weren't eating properly, and then that fucking train ran its course like mm-hmm. it does with everybody, and then all of a sudden you go, "Oh, damn it. Well, maybe if I didn't have this kid, my meta- I'd still be able to eat three Krispy Kreme donuts like I and could when I was 23 weight. and not gain weight. Like I'm not like fuck the way I eat, right? If I'm doing this at 33, it's probably going to be a problem, You'd be right? Fat. Yeah, exactly. Like, so fat. So obviously, you know, we do the right things and I, but I work out like a fucking monster. Mm. Like there's just no other way of doing it. But you think that's probably the main, it's the easiest thing to be like. Well, yeah, because I I think they just don't want to take accountability for mm -hmm. um, their own like fuck ups of like, oh, I didn't manage my time properly, but let me just blame it on the kids. Oh, they had school early or they had an activity and it's like, well, that's not. Yeah, that played a factor in how you manage your time for sure. Mm -hmm. If the kids have activity and you got to go here and there, 100%, I get that. But you can't say that the reason why you didn't work out for 20 years (laughs) was because you had a kid. Yeah. First of all, that kid. uh, Oh, he's all muzzled up. Bo. You might have to pop him a little bit. Yeah, hey, hey, buddy. I'm trying to, we're trying to record here. You're kind Stop of fucking it. with it. Tough guy. He's a tough guy. Bo, I hear you. Nay. Yeah, so kids for 20 uh, years. For 20 fucking years. First of all, that kid, when they turn like six, seven, they're in school all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. You probably have work all day, but you know what I mean? Like, figure that shit out. Where's the thing is you found, if we look at your watch history on Netflix, you found time to watch the, you know, six of the top 10 um, movies that are out right now, right? But you couldn't find time to do mm-hmm. your sit-ups or something like that. So You can fucking do sit-ups while you watch Netflix. Yeah. I mean, you know we do I mean? a lot of core and stuff, like, yeah. while stuff is on. But do you want to hear a crazy, actually really sad stat what from happened? here in America? 25% of women have to go back to work within two weeks of giving birth here in America. I know. That's well, because jobs don't pay or they don't give maternity leave, um, let alone paid maternity leave. That's not even a thing. Um, and then they, you know, don't want to give their, you know, like they can't stay home. And yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. You keep saying, you know, mm. I don't know. It's <laughs> something that I used to look at. Here's honestly, I used to look at women. Any, That's just a kid thing, too. Like just growing up as a young adult. I used to look at any woman who maybe went on maternity leave as kind of soft. Like, I think growing up, it was soft. Maybe because my mom, they were, like, just in a position where she probably was in that 25% to where she had to work and work all these jobs. And, like, I saw that as, like, a 
yeah, like you're killing it, which, you know, she was and she's doing really good with her career now. But taking that time and understanding that like biologically, these little humans, they need you. Like they need to be on you for a while. Like imagine all the time I took with Kino when he was a tiny little guy, right? Like I was doing so many things with him. He was always with us, right? And then that's just a fucking dog. Imagine a real human, Mm -hmm. right? Like you got to really take the time and that is important. And I guess it's looked at as maybe like a useless waste of time or something like that. What was that stat again? Can you read it 25% of women have to go back to work within Mm. two weeks of giving birth. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. It's fucking weeks. two weeks. That's one you're, paycheck. You're not even healed. Yeah. Like you physically and mentally, you know, it, it probably happened a lot. You're not healed after two weeks. Are you crazy? And then now you expect me to go to work where I have to work all day, every day and actually like function properly. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's why I was just sitting there and I was thinking about it when I heard that. I was like, oh, I hope Hannah takes as much time as she wants to take. Mm-hmm to bond with that kid it's weird here too in america because the system is so different from sweden because in sweden you get a year and a half combined the dad and the mom um you can split it however you want um, i think so you can do let's say i do a year and then you do half a year you know things like that um and you get um maybe it's different depending on what you know where you work but in general you get 80 percent of your salary yeah. during that time and you don't even work um but here so what i'm trying to say is you still get money yeah here if you if you take that much time off first of all you might have to quit your job and not have a job at all and then and then too it's like you're gonna have to have either a lot of money saved up or you have to have some type of income that you know you get money by not working you know the traditional job or you have to have your partner work a lot so that they can provide. It's like a financial issue for, I think, the majority of people, mm-hmm. too, of like, well, what the hell? I can't, you know, me not working. How is that going to work? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then that's also, I mean, it becomes deep of like, you know, people just live paycheck to paycheck and this and that. It becomes a whole deep thing. But it, the financial part is is real. If, and I feel like anywhere you go, it's real. Yeah. Definitely. I had another quote that I got from um, some other podcast that I was listening to. And he basically said the reason why it's important to have podcasts out there and have like special people. It doesn't have to be special people. Just any person that wants to tell a special story, I guess. Right. Because everybody's got a custom life. Right. Everybody's doing their own shit and it's all relatable. He goes, I podcast to help anyone find the path to do what it is that they do. And it's like, that's a very general thing, but it, it, it kind of sums it up, right? Because a podcast is such a weird fucking thing. It goes, well, the reason you do it is not because I'm trying to like instill wisdom in people. I do it selfishly just because yeah. I'm also trying to kind of find what it is that I love to do and why I do it. And it's kind of like a cool thing, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? No, I I think there's, I mean, we were even talking about stuff like that earlier during our brunch of like work and everything is very money focused and like things like that but you really have to enjoy like what you do um and like this i know we really enjoy podcasting so like i think the goal isn't always we need to have the biggest baddest podcast in the world 
you know, we like enjoy just trying to make the biggest baddest podcast for myself yeah like it's a it's a kind of like a little outlet of just like letting thoughts out and just sitting down and talking it's fun yeah to keep it lighter um is there a difference between like biologically between so you see your right hand and your left hand right (laughs) okay the thumb is right here and the thumb you see where the thumbs are yeah are you able to take your eyeballs switch them and would they work? Do you think there's a difference? Oh, like, are they positioned differently? Yeah. Is the eye, are Probably. eyes identical? Or do you think there's a difference? Which, Ooh. what do you think? That's what I'm trying to say is, so could you reverse your eyes? Not like realistically, but structure wise of the eye. Is there like, oh, hey, the inside of the cornea or whatever is actually over here. And then on the left side, it's over here. Or are they like, identical what do you think i am gonna guess that they are not identical not identical no i think that they are but this is like a weird google let's try to figure it out just type in are your eyes identical are the human eyes identical let's see just like fingerprints identical twins don't share the same iris swirls and patterns see i knew that when i stared deeply into josephine's eyes <sighs> i definitely know that they're different from when i stared deeply into your eyes mm. all right that's pretty cool though did you know that that the swirls are different i didn't know that yeah that's something i never thought about but so each of the irises is also unique all right are human eyes identical this is different this is saying are different humans. Like, mm. are, are are you and I's eyes the Just same? say are one set of eyes. No, you got to do left and right. Oh, is a left. Are the human eyes identical left side and right side? Let's see. If that doesn't work, try typing in. Very few people are born with two eyes of identical optical power. Well, yeah, dumb bitch. I know that. Well, then that means they're not identical then. Because one works different. No, no, no. One is more clear than the other one, which makes sense. That's mm-hmm. why prescriptions are different. But if you just flip it, that means like, let's say if your left eye is 80% and your right eye is 100%. If we flip it, guess what? This eye is now 100% okay, and this eye is 80%. Okay, typing in, yeah. is the left and right eye the same? That's going to do the, it's still going <coughs> to say like the power or the clearness. Is the structure. Oh, hey, that, good job. I My bad, wrong. All right, you ready? Is there a difference between the right eye and left eye? Yes. The way the retina is oriented is different in each eye. Mm. So it is different. You yeah. have a specific right guy and a left. So you can't just like clone an eye just, and then like stick it You can't just like poke them out and put them in, yeah. you know, on different. Yeah, like Mr. P- Potato Head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of cool though. <coughs> oh. You okay? I might have to get tested soon. <laughs> yeah. For got sure. The, got the bed over here. Yeah, it happens. It's been going around. We've been hearing so many old men hack their lungs out. Filthy. And it's funny because we're on our morning runs too. So that's like the time of the day where, you know, like most human bodies are kind of getting started for the day. You know what? I'm not even going to give them that excuse. They're probably doing that all day. It's oh, probably for not sure. like that's a morning. That's not a morning thing. Because at least me, it might be like, let me get this morning, like, <sighs> all right, I'm good. But yeah, we've been literally just, if we're on our run, someone will come by us with a bike and just be like, <laughs> right like damn or, are you on your way to see the doctor well, i hope we'll hear someone in their house like with their morning windows open in the kitchen they're just like ah oh. <laughs> god i'm like fuck i gotta get home and it's weird because we're not just hearing a cough or a sneeze 
I'm hearing inside of your throat, like yeah. I'm, I, the it's rumbling, deep. the vibrations. Yeah, it's, it's like coming. getting a sneeze. You know, we all sneeze every once in a while. We all cough. You know, get something mm. in our throat. No, these are medical, babe. Like they, <laughs> we need to call the ambulance and get them to the hospital. Straight ASAP. to jail. Yeah, That's like funny. hey, there's a person in this house. Come get them. I like that. The last thing I had on my little list here is, what do you think the ratio of non-gay hairstylists are like here in SoCal or in the country because on that F1 podcast that I watched that really handsome guy um oh I also wanted to talk about him too because he had a story like when you're talking about getting hit on and stuff I guess he gets hit on by like he's the hot dad right so like fucking he's gay no 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 he's not he's married and I believe has children and Mm. stuff but like you get the point like Mm -hmm. moms are oh my god you're so sexy this and that like oh yeah like Mm -hmm. but um he says something really cool he's like oh yeah no sorry i'm married but like you made my day right mm-hmm. so that is a good way like if i was ever getting approached like mm-hmm. that that would be a cool way to spin it maybe you could i say I, I, there was this one I time i was that. like oh i appreciate it though like uh i'd be like um uh, no i, I like no i have a boyfriend but i appreciate it i appreciate it doesn't feel personal Mm. I think if you, but also we're in a different thing. It's a different gender. A guy can take a hit, like the fuck up, like get out of here, yeah. dude. You know, you're fine, dude. You're shooting shots like crazy. But for a lady to approach a guy, right? Really? Oh, thank you. But you made my day. Mm. Like, it's okay. But also there's no, like. The, is that is that the truth though? Like, did that really make your day? It would make my day. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so rare for something. Maybe that's happened maybe once or twice all year. Mm. Uh, no, probably twice all year where a lady has verbally said to me like hey you're a very handsome guy Mm. right that's happened twice Mm -hmm. this all it's fucking october Mm -hmm. all right for you it happens twice a day right like that's right (laughs) so for example though but i I guess it's not gonna work though because if a pretty lady does do that to some fucking busted bummy looking homeless guy right or just the average guy he might not get the hit and then, so you do have to kind of put a stop to it right then and there because it could also come off as flirty mm. as well. So I That's get that. That's the thing. Like I even, and even if I were to say, oh, thank you, like things like that, some guys are so fucking stupid to where they would be like, oh, she wants me. Yeah. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I really do not. I'm just saying thank you for saying that I'm cute. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, what made you think that I'm flirting with you? Yeah. So sometimes you actually have to be like, thanks. I got something. And then look away. Here's, I I haven't worked this out. This is a raw thought. I think I'm very talented as a partner in a relationship because of the value that I provide and that is not aesthetically. I think that's, I focus so much on, oh no, I'm super handsome, (laughs) but um, the value I provide of, I'm not going to come up and just be like, oh yeah, she wants this dick, right? Like, hell yeah. Like there's a lot of dick out there, (laughs) right? I don't, and I don't have the biggest fucking 12 inch cock that's just out there, right? Like I got a nice hog on me, but it's not like, (laughs) it's nothing that people are going to want to take pictures of, right? So what do I have to do? I do think I provide not like crazy. I'm not buying you things or doing that, but I make the experience a good time. That's what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, do you want to go to the beach? The beach is fucking free. Anybody can take you to the beach, right? But when you come to the beach with Venture, the Venture, it's a good time, right? We're cracking jokes. It's We're walking on the pier. Adventure. Yes, it's an experience, <laughs> right? So that's the value I provide. It's not a lot of these guys are coming and they're just not. You, you, you see what I'm trying do you to think say? They're the hottest shit out there. When for reality check, you're not. Yeah. So like, give me something else. Yeah, 
I think that's what it is, is I try to be relatable and mm-hmm. break the barrier. I don't think the guys understand that you have to break the barrier. Like, yes, I see you. You're unique. You're individual, which you are, right? And like, I would like to get to know you more. It just so happens that, yes, you're a gorgeous, blonde, pretty woman with amazing hips, right? But like, that's all... Um, relative like I don't you know that's cool I really care about what's inside of you more Mm -hmm. and if you feel that you're gonna be like oh yeah like I should give this guy a shot Mm -hmm. right what do you think I also feel like a lot of um because like getting hit on usually occurs like if you're in the bar or like you know people have some alcohol in their bodies that's why more guys will like hit on a girl compared to if you're just like in the mall you know like on a fucking Tuesday at three o'clock it's an excuse to yeah um I think what also turns a lot of girls off in that setting is the fact that we have already seen you go up to three other girls before me and you're telling them, oh, you're so cute. You're so hot. Can I get your number? And then when they didn't give you their number, you're like, oh, let's move on to the next. Mm -hmm. Girls see that. Like we pay attention to things like that. So it's like, that's also a thing. Like, first of all, buddy, like you're just trying to make your rounds. Like you're just walking around to every three third girl here trying to get their number and you're just hoping that someone says yes and you're not really putting the time in yeah i would it's, never yeah it's not, not like putting a, the time in. i like you it's huh. more of like you know i'll try to get your number because someone else said no man i came out the gates swinging like i'm talking no 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 i'm not trying to say i'm like those guys what i'm trying to say is i'm so different that i'm such a fucking good shooter that's mm-hmm. what i'm trying to say it's like it's almost a shame that I don't get to go out there and hit the streets. You know what I mean? Because it's fucking just win, 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 win. You know what I mean? Right. What do you think about that? You don't agree with me or you disagree? What? It's just like, I'm a nice guy. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. What am I trying to say? I don't know. That <laughs> you want to leave me? Not at all. <laughs> I'm trying to say is I wish if I had, like, if I could just give this charisma or rent it out. If I could rent out the charisma. That's a business right there. Hitch. Remember the movie Hitch with Will Smith? No you're shitting me you never saw hitch i i did i did, i have seen it uh-huh. i don't really remember it though okay that's one of the all-time rom-coms okay maybe right we'll there. watch it yeah we need to rewatch that one i thought we watched that earlier in our relationship maybe i think it might have been for like five four five years no this is probably what happened it was that era where we were like watching movies quote unquote and then fucking like oh. 15 minutes into it you know what i mean and then we like just started other stuff so that's probably what it was. But anyways, Will Smith is a coach for guys who can't get women. Mm. And he goes and really explains to them like, hey, what is the case? What's going on? All right. Hey, let's try to be like a nice guy. And then doesn't he struggle finding a girl himself? Yeah. And okay, he was struggling at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing is he was doing it as like, he was like, oh, I know all bitches. Like, this is what you do. This yeah. is what you do. But I was doing it as more of like, a, no, work on yourself, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? What are you good at? And then let's just try like, to bring that. what can that. you provide? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a fucking like oh, this is how you get this girl in bed, like, type of guy. I was, you know, I'm actually, like, Cupid. I'm trying to give real love out there. That's right. right. But like, this is how you have a five-year relationship. (laughs) Billion-dollar idea. Ventures, Tinder, coming soon, all right? That shit's real. And then, remember, Tinder says, like, what, the app that's meant to be deleted? Oh, is that what this is? Yeah, remember that's we watched the commercial. They're like, it, or it's Match.com. I can't remember which one oh. it is, but we saw an ad on YouTube that was like, the app that's meant to be deleted. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. That's, that's funny. Yeah. But it's all love. Back to the gay hairstylist. Oh yeah. What do you think? That's what I wanted to close on. I. That's why we started the whole episode. Like, are you talking about like 
if you take all male hairstylists, the major, how many of them are gay? It's, oh, it's got to be fucking all of them, right? I'm talking about how many of them are not gay. That seems like a tiny percentage. Because this guy is a Hollywood hairstylist, mm-hmm. but he's married with kids and he's straight. Right. So. I think if there's 10 hairstylists, one will not be gay. Oh, wow. So like 90% will be gay. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I have no opinion. I don't know. I'll yeah. say fucking nine and a half of them. And yeah. Half guys. Are, <laughs> I'm halfway straight. I'm bi. Mm, I'm a little know? bit of both. Yeah. Depends on the day. That was just very rare because all the stuff, when we watch the Kardashians, when we watch like everything else, they're always like butt implants and yeah. lips done and super zesty. Well, not everyone is like that, but I do think you have to have a very a, a certain type of personality to be in an environment like that. Yeah. Just like I feel like in some industries. Well, firemen. What just popped into your head, right? A, a tall, strong man, probably, right? Fireman. Right. What I also said, fireman, if it's a girl, I feel like there was a higher chance of her being lesbian. Oh, okay. Um, I just feel like, I think, I mean, it all plays in with the whole, like, gender norms and how you are. It's not whatever. But I do think it's very valid in certain in certain situations of, like, in in a, if you work with hair, especially if you do women's hair, all day long, you have to have a type of personality. You definitely got to listen to, oh, I could not do to, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh to be able God. to like pick up and like work with that and hear the gossip and hear the issues. And like, I don't think a lot of like typical guy, yeah. you know, straight guy could deal with that. So you have to also enjoy things like that yourself, which, you know, some guys straight guys do but like some like gay guys do so you yeah you really have to could you imagine if i came home and i was like oh, i did six ladies hair fucking four of them their husbands just don't listen to them mm-hmm. so this is what i did i gave him a gun and i said this is what you're gonna do you're gonna fucking point him. it at that motherfucker all right he's gonna listen to every word that you're gonna say all right don't pull the trigger keep the safety on mm-hmm. or don't even put any bullets in it how about that like no bullets but you point that thing mm-hmm. actually here just put it on the table all right. right you don't have to point it on him just you know sit in the kitchen and then just kind of drop it on there guarantee you he'll listen to every mm-hmm. word he'll take the trash out every single time or something like that that'd be yeah. kind of funny though huh? yeah yeah, I think you have to have a very like specific personality if you're a guy. Uh huh. Girls like you. We can, I mean, same thing too. But if you're a guy, you have to have a very specific personality and just the way you are to be able to do that all day every day. Not to make this this will close on this last idea. Not to make this like a relationship podcast, but it is. We're in a relationship, mm-hmm. so it is definitely like one of the hundred things that we do. Are we exclusive. Exclusive. I mean. There's no ring on this finger because you Awkward. haven't proposed, but which is there a Not scenario? The wrong hand. Is there a scenario? Sorry. <laughs> is there a scenario where you would propose to me? See, that's a, like I don't gender have, equality. No, that's the thing. Like I don't have an issue with proposing. I even think just like before you propose, it's still something that like we're gonna talk about. Of like it's gonna happen. Let's say we were to be like, hey, it's going to happen within a year. Like, I would still be aware of it, and you would be aware of it. So it oh, doesn't necessarily... Oh, you think necessarily... when I propose to you, you're going to know? No, not, no, I'm not going to know, like, when it's happening. But what I'm saying is, like, I would have, like, it would be like, oh, yeah, like, it's going to happen within this time No, frame. you're going to get surprised. No, I'm not saying that, babe. Oh. I know you're going to propose to me. That's what I'm saying. No, you don't. No. Okay. Oh, because we're so in love. Is that what it is? 
You don't get it. I'm trying to get it. Help me. What I'm saying. Start from the beginning, please. What I'm saying is when it comes, like, we, we're not getting married right now. We both know that. We're not getting married in a year. We both know that. But. How do you know that? I don't know that. What do you mean you don't know that? Wait, so you've actively said like, oh, we're not getting married this year? Yeah, I'm not getting married this year. Oh, that's crazy because I haven't said that, but I haven't said I'm not. Like, I just haven't thought about it. Well, yeah, you have like no, like you have nothing there. Yeah. Um, I gave you my water. Isn't that enough? What I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is that when we start actually being like, hey, like we should get married, you know, soon within two, three years. Okay. That's where I'm going to be like, oh, okay, a proposal could happen. Like I'm, I'm ready for the proposal. Not saying that I'm like waiting, like, you know, keeping a tracker. Oh, gotcha. But like, I'll be like, oh yeah, it'll happen. If we decide like maybe like in about two years we'll be married, let's say that's just, you know, then I would be like, oh, okay. And maybe a year or so that's when a proposal is going to happen. Smart. Like I would still be in on it. I'm not knowing exactly when it happens, how it happens that, you know, but I will know kind of the time frame. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Okay. But back to the whole me proposing to you. Yeah. I don't have an issue with it. You'll get but, down on a knee? Well, I mean, can you I, get down on both knees? I would prefer I would prefer you do it. But yeah. I'm not like, I was watching Love is Blind. Um, and I get it, it's like fake love, whatever. But who cares? Um, but the girl was like, uh, they were talking about like expenses and like, you know, paying 50-50, things like that, which is very valid to me. Um, and she was like, what about dinner? And the guy was like, well, well, we'll just split it. Which I'm like, we don't just split it. But like, you take one, I take one, you know. Things like that. But she was like, what? And he was like, what? And she was like, the guy always pays for dinner. And I'm like, what the hell? And the guy was like, why do I always have to do that? And I'm like, that is so fucking rude. But all these bitches still want like you're independence and this and that. And like, yep. but you're like, but you're so expecting the guy to pay every single time when that's just not how it works. Like, yeah, it's nice. Like you like pay for my dinner and then next time i'll pay for your dinner like it's not like yeah my response would be like well if i'm gonna pay for dinner all the time are you gonna be in the kitchen then all day every day like are you cleaning the house you know what i mean are you gonna do that thing because like what is it that you that only you do then like if i'm if i'm always the one that pays for dinner are you always the one cleaning yeah are you always the one that does this are you always the one that does that if we're following these traditional norms are you Am I going to have to change a diaper? Because if that's a thing, men in the 50s didn't change a single diaper. So you're going to do every fucking diaper. You're waking mm-hmm. up at 3 in the morning to 1 in the morning, change every fucking diaper. All right, sure, yeah. I'll pay for it. I would low-key pay for a diet every dinner to do. That's a hard job, you know? Like, yeah. That's a better deal. Yeah. But, um, oh, the one thing I wanted to hit on that's not related to what we've been talking about. I feel so good. I don't know where I was recently, but there was a lot of tough guys. I don't know what it was, but tough guy, air quote, tough guys, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you're fucking tough guy, huh? Tough guys. Um, and I felt so relaxed and loose to where maybe as a kid growing up, you know, I used to be with the ideology that you can't look weak, right? Yeah. And that's like when you, well, when you first met me, it was like, you can't look weak. Right. It is exhausting. Always actually having to be a tough guy and then having to look like a tough guy. And it was one of those things where I was just walking around and- Maybe somebody was giving me a look or something like that, or there was something going on where there was some energy that I was feeling. And I was like, well, do I have to switch into like a tough guy mode? And I was like, no, because if somebody touches me, it's just like really quick anyway. You still so, like, know you have yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, no, I was like, I mean, I think I'm, you know, physically one of the upper, 
you know, quarter of the power guys here. Like, it's not a big deal, I'm, mm -hmm. you know, big, fast, and strong. So if anything happens, I'm pretty sure I'll be all right. So it was just nice being loose and, like, having to do that, whereas all these other guys, maybe their emotions aren't as developed, Yeah. unfortunately. So, you know, that's kind of what you end up with. But I felt good about myself. Good. That's all I know. I like so that. I was like, oh, this I is like awesome. I hearing that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was like, I feel really good. I feel that way, like, in Sweden as well, too. Like, I'm like, oh, this is a place you can enjoy. Like, yeah. it's super cool. Um, yeah. That's good. That's something I wanted to bring up. I like you on so, that. Kudos to Venture. Kudos to Venture. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Do you got anything yeah. to close on? Give me something that you've been thinking about lately or that you've been appreciative of or something that you've been, like, pissed off about. What? I like having our planners i'm starting to enjoy that oh yeah because not that i had an issue with it before but i just like didn't really care for it i was like oh it's whatever like it just keeps track of things whatever but i actually do like having planners not necessarily just for us of like i know where you're at you know where i'm at because i don't really care like it's whatever but just having that structure of like planning something and even just like if we're looking at our schedule let's say it's like oh we're not doing anything thursday through sunday let's do something you know mm -hmm. what i mean like let's do something it doesn't have to be a big thing it doesn't have to be crazy but just like let's do something yeah um i feel like it just like makes us just plan more stuff and just like do more things and i think the reason why i look at your schedule is literally to find time for me in your schedule mm -hmm. like that's really the only reason where before i get like super excited to do a taco tuesday or something i gotta be like well hold on before we do that is she working on tuesday or like right. is there something going on okay look oh it's open all right hey do you want to go on a taco tuesday or something that's what i got i think am i wrong let me know in the beginning your anxiety with the planner was that you were scared to get something wrong on the planner mm -hmm. and whereas it's supposed to be the opposite the planner is where you can go to build like that's your fucking diary that's your safe and space and yeah move things around and you're in charge of that and it's like you do whatever you want but you don't like try to get everything correct on the planner you just try to fucking try your best on the planner mm -hmm. like you just that way you, your brain isn't thinking like oh my god what do i have because you your brain can't do it all yeah life is too hectic and you have work going on and this and that and then you have to like study and all this other stuff you plan that out, now you can give 100% on what is in front of mm -hmm. you versus what's coming in three hours. Right. You know? Yeah. But that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anybody who doesn't have a planner, uh, paper planners are cool. They work. They're just very dated and you have to carry them around everywhere. You're already carrying your phone or a laptop around. Guaranteed 99% of your day, you have a phone on you. Use the uh, email calendar or use the uh, apple calendar i think for me i like like for events like things going on like i have school or we're going jet skiing or we're doing like things like that i like putting that in our in our phone planner when it comes to like school deadlines i like putting that in my physical planner that makes sense because every time that you have because you still have school in your planner like in your online mm -hmm. calendar and once you get to that, like, oh, she have school shit to do at three o'clock. Now you're at three o'clock. You can unfold it. Mm -hmm. That makes sense because I wouldn't have like a work. Oh, I'm meeting with, oh, Hannah Afzilius, the client. 
let me write down the key points that we're talking about yeah. in the meeting. No, like I would then go into my notes and things like yeah. that. So yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. Well, yeah. I love this episode. Yeah, and I love you. How much do you love me? Um, I love you this much. Times three billion. Three billion. Okay, well, I love you from here to that wall. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.